0: Jay and John Luke are amazing. These guys are legends. They're my best friends from across the pond. We talk about UFO Twitter, consciousness, the latest news, anything that comes up, and it's always a wild ride.
1: So come Uh,
2: on, Jay. You've had a massive interview this week. Cheers. Here's the. Yeah yeah chin chin man Ooh. in in even bigger news i've removed the eyebrow glitch what so was now, it did it. you figure it out i figured it out it turned out in zoom literally in the settings i was i was applying fake eyebrows <laughs> to <my face. laughs> so i was because you could you can put like, like a mustache and beards <laughs> and stuff i've been using like a thick template of eyebrows on my head <laughs> that whole time so i made <laughs> that setting up you're just it's like,
1: like, oh, I'll just I... interview, like, <laughs> uh, famous huh? people. With
2: Part of, like, almost, like, massive, part of me almost <laughs> yeah, like part of me got, misses
1: it. Real piss take.
2: Yeah, part of me, part of me misses it. I'm thinking,
1: should have got
2: a <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking that like maybe I'll just I'll keep it on for the dream team chats. You, know? <laughs> you should like, uh, do just so that I'm when you bend sure. down, it goes up again. <laughs> I'm trying to oh find my. it again now.
1: Oh, that's so yeah, fucking yeah, hilarious! Yeah, but that's what it was. Yeah,
2: I went on my settings and I was just like, holy shit! I'm putting eyebrows on my face. <laughs> like I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's so funny. It's, oh, oh man, yeah. It was really funny. <laughs> um yeah, no dude, like the the uh the interview with Ross. Woo! I, wow. I, I mean I, I, <laughs> wow, that, <laughs> that was amazing. Dumb. I wasn't expecting it to get as many views as it's got. It's almost on thirty thousand now. That's amazing, man. The, the <laughs> shitty, he seems like a generally cool dude, man. He seems really. Rad. Oh man, Ross is the cool, like coolest guy. Like I've—I was really lucky because I, um, when I when I first started out with the YouTube channel, and, and one of the main things that I did at the time, way back, was. I was really focused on the Admiral Wilson documents. Right, right. I was I was going to be like doing a production around it. I'm still thinking of incorporating it into something like in the future. Mm-hmm. But it was at this point where I put out like a little trailer and uh, that got that got Richard Dolan excited and he he put me in contact with a couple of people including James Rigney and then Ross Cotheart got I got, I think I got in contact with Ross Cotheart via James Rigney. Mm. But it was like really early on. And so we've had like a real good back and forth for over a year. Like, you know, he's a, he's a good friend. And we have this little Facebook group on, uh, um, that we chat in all the time, like me, him, James Rigney and a few other people. And, um, yeah, like I, (laughs) I asked him ages ago when I was aware of his book, you know do you want like i'd love to get an interview of you i'd love to be able to do this when you actually have the book out because obviously because of like um you know confidentiality with the publishers he's not able to talk about any of the book for a oh. long time he's, he's had to keep it super quiet because obviously like he's got agreements with the publishers and um and so like you know it's been kept really like under the surface for ages and i was like you know I, I, he he'd promised me that you know yeah you don't worry i'll give you the first interview and and you know hats off to the guy because he did this documentary which put him on the map a lot more he did this uh, documentary in australia and you know trust me he had offers he had people saying like i really want to interview you want to know about your book and uh, he waited out and he, he, he let me do it and wow what an interview man like some of the things he talked about holy shit Wow, like just just amazing stuff. Like the Nat guy, I mean, wow. Yeah, Nat, Nat Kobitz is crazy. I mean, you you couldn't ask for like a a more high highly ranked guy. I mean, he basically ran, he did run the US Navy's science and technology division for like for like decades. Yeah. And uh, and he just full on, you know, he admits to Ross, "Yeah, we've you know, we've had multiple retrievals and there's programs working on that." I mean, it's it's crazy you know it's crazy it is crazy but that was yeah i I mean i'd known i'd known about that story in the background like i'd know he told me about it prior to the interview so i was excited for that to come out um but there were some other tidbits that he said that i didn't know about for example the fact that his latest trip to uh america he had met with some very high ranking uh, senior officials one of them was active and then one of them was former so there was at least one active uh, very high up senior official and these were the guys that spoke to him and said you know russia's had crashes russia's got programs he even mentioned i think it was like the U- the yamira mountains or somewhere in the like yeah. you know they'd actually that actually located this russian program and that china and that china was essentially trying to play catch-up to to both America and Russia with this stuff. I mean, how crazy is that when we've got this UAPTF report that is, you know, like nothing, you know, in terms of the actual content and then you've got senior officials saying this. I mean, you've got, even in Congress, because we know that Eric Davis briefed members of Congress about, you know, retrievals of off-world vehicles. So there's like this crazy separation in narratives where we're getting told, oh, well, you know, we're not quite sure. It could be ice crystals, could be temperature (laughs) inversions. And then at the same time, they're telling people in congress look we've got retrieved vehicles
0: yeah we like, got this we gotta pick one up you know, out of the ocean we drug it out it was great
2: it's, it seems to me like it's literally inevitable at some point this is going to come out like at some point it has to come out that we have these these vehicles in in uh, you know in storage somewhere well
1: if it's, everyone's saying it like
2: everyone's saying it <laughs> they've yeah.
1: kind of been saying it for many many decades and yeah it's crazy I, I guess we're at that point where it's sort of like so many people know about it and on the narrative, yeah. so it's like maybe maybe there will also be something that comes out that would be kind of awesome, man. I could do with a some sort of dimensional time machine. <laughs> <or something. laughs>
0: I, I, you know what? You hit it right on the head. I think that's what fucks people up. Like I think people are cool. Like finally, people are cool with yeah. There's aliens right? Like, okay, we're cool with people that are are not us that are coming here and visiting us. But when you throw in the interdimensional time travel,
2: that just, that's,
0: that's too fucking much. I,
2: I I kind of think that the one that will mess people up the most, if it turned out to be real is the crypto terrestrial, the idea that it's from here, like the idea that we've actually missed an an intelligence that is here and has been here the entire time. Like, I think that would freak people out, you know? Oh yeah.
1: But but I think that the, the culture shock would only be on our part of the world because, well, I mean, I'm guessing it'd be a big surprise to all the world, but it's going to be a lot easier for people who've got um, poly- polytheistic yeah. legends, you know? Yeah. You can, you can uh, get with the idea of creatures and the idea of Atlantis and ancient civilizations, because that's wild shit. And like we've been programmed and told that this stuff's just fun legends. It's like Jules Verne and H.G. Wells and yeah. not, not, the Blavatskys,
2: yeah, the Crowley's. Yeah. And, uh, no, yeah, you're right, man. You're right. There's it's a different culture. Well, I mean, it's kind of like in South America and places where the like seeing UFOs is kind of commonplace. Like they don't see it as a big deal. Like so yeah. many locals are like, oh yeah, we see lights all the time, you know. Whereas here, it's like, oh my god, like it's it's very very different culture, very different understanding of these things. Well, the one dream team we did with Ga- then did Gaucho. He was like,
0: yeah, in Argentina, it's just like what you know. It's like we're going to get groceries whatever <laughs> you right. know it's, it's just there all the time and it's like no big deal you know to us it's you know in our both of our you know countries it's like whoa it's a big deal and you know but I've yeah. had people having conversation I mean I just left the pool I had to drag the, the family out of the pool I'm like I gotta go talk to these guys in England and it's funny <laughs> because it's fourth of July weekend and, and my buddy oh is, yeah 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 Course. He's like, he's an army vet, and you know, like fought in you know a couple wars and shit. He's like, tell them fucking Brits, it's America. What the fuck are they talking about? This is fucking Fourth of July. He's like, tell them Brits, are fucking.
2: I'm tell like, okay, fucking Brits, is
0: America, god, yeah, it. it's, it's America's Fourth of July, asshole. Is like, we beat them. Tell them we beat them. We beat you, can be,
2: them. you can be late. You can be late. <laughs> we be. Yeah, like, All
1: right. Got, okay. Go, I'll, I'll let him know. What about our special relationship, please. Yeah. We've got yeah, special like, come on. Like we're talking like, about UFOs. <laughs> just like okay, then. All right. you can go. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's jokes, man. That's well, jokes. that's fine, man.
0: Yeah, but he's the guy that you know. Like we have, you know, we have these conversations, and like literally like three weeks ago, he calls me at like two in the morning. He's like, dude, go outside. Just I'm in the pool, <laughs> and there's some shit outside, and like I, I go outside, <laughs> and I see Starlink. And it was like, and I was like, yeah, that's Starlink. He's like, it's a bunch of shit in the sky. And I'm like, yeah, it's a Starlink, but thanks oh, for paying man. attention. <laughs>
2: like, Starlink, <laughs> Starlink. Yeah. Like yeah. That, actually, that actually got me the first time. Cause like, you know what? It's funny. I was actually, I saw Starlink the, the night it launched. Oh. And I did, I didn't I didn't know about it. I had no idea. And at that point, I kid you not, it was just a solid line. It was just yeah. like a white line. And like oh. I was outside doing a CE5, so you can imagine. You can imagine. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit. I I'm not even like full disclosure. I dropped to my knees." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, I'm seeing a fleet." And then I saw and then I saw all these videos about it and I was like, oh, "God damn it." <laughs> <laughs> i kid you not dude i was like it's... i was just like this is insane <laughs> uh, well, this, coming. This,
1: this is, well that's an interesting thing because like you know if you're of the predisposition to especially if you're outside doing ce5 and fucking elon musk's starling, starling yeah heads, mate. you're gonna freak out like imagine you know, if you especially when
2: you don't know about it right
1: if you yeah if you didn't know especially as well imagine if you didn't know anything about it at all and you went inside. You'd be going, holy oh, shit! Well, that's that's yeah. exactly what happened to me, bro. <laughs> I was like <laughs> losing my shit. Weird, yeah? like, <laughs> Whoa. Oh my god! Oh, that's what these guys away. were doing. There was
0: like three of my buddies in the pool, and they're calling me, going, oh, "What the fuck is going on?" And I'm
2: like, "It's a, it's fucking <laughs> Starlink, bro." <laughs> it's Starlink, yeah, man. It's, that's it's the problem, twisty, like, there's so, there's it. so many, there's so many fucking satellites in the sky. Like, it, it it's oh, definitely, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's <sighs> not, it, it, it doesn't help with all the misidentifications because there is a lot of stuff in the sky that's, you know.
0: You do you know so Patricia Avant you know I talked to her a couple times and she's just north of me up in Michigan and she has like these crazy videos right of just just bizarre oh yeah yeah, yeah. jellyfish looking things in the sky and she one of her things she told me one time she's like I think Elon is sending up a bunch of shit and these things have to reroute she's like these <laughs> this is where they live she's 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 like they probably just live there and like they have to move. Up. Away from his shit because it's up there. Oh, and wow. I'm like, wow, that's a great theory. I never thought about that. Like it's disrupting
2: their <laughs> gen- shit. You know, what gen- I mean? <laughs> gen- gentrification of the stratosphere. Like, you know, like pushing them, pushing them out of their neighborhood. Yeah, man. totally. It, it could be the, it, the ethereal, you know. Ethereal, yeah, the
1: ethereal skybugs are gonna move out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and there's only one place for them to go, down here, yeah, down the fucking lakes <laughs> That's it, yeah. Oh no,
1: that's what happened. Oh. That's what that's what happened two million years ago and they evolved into the Anunnaki.
2: <laughs> it's all happening again, boys. It's all happening again. <laughs> oh. it's
1: like a circle, It's snake eats its tail. Oh my <laughs> god!
2: <laughs>
0: it's true, man. It's it, dude. I don't know that. So, dude, props to you, Jay. By that interview it was fucking rot. That was amazing. thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was really I good good.
1: watching that, dude that yeah, was I watched good. it
0: twice because I picked up so much stuff. The second time I watched it, because the first time I'm sitting there going, oh, I'm trying to like write notes and like nice. figure stuff, Google shit, and like the second time yeah, I did it, yeah. I was uh-huh. like. You know, because I started Googling his name and I found like a couple of different things like uh Nat had like commented back in like 13 or 14 on uh, like a NASA's public website about they're going to launch something. And he was like, oh, make sure you don't skimp on the the ground test this time.
2: Wow. It was like the yeah, only man. comment on the and they, NASA's and they, they, oh. prob- they probably listened to that as well. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, oh God, remember guys, Nat was just pointing out you shouldn't skimp on the, you the, know, the, like, the ground <laughs> test. It's like <laughs> crazy. Wow. Yeah, no, he did. Dude, I mean, you know, that's that's a crazy story. And like, you know, some people... I've, you know, I've heard a couple of people already saying, oh, you know, we, we we don't know if it was true or not. But I just think, you know, sometimes you've got to put two and two together. First of all, you know, very high ranking, highly respected guy in his 90s. He knows he's dying. He's, he's, he knows he's dying. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He knows he's dying. He said that to Ross. He said, look, I'm dying. You know, and yeah. he, he, he basically wanted to tell him about these things. And uh, I think at that point, you've got to really just kind of look at who the guy was. And, uh, and and come to a an ass- you know, come to an assessment of whether or not you think he would decide to spin a yarn just before he passed away. I just don't find it likely at all. Like um, I don't want to spin a yarn now, man, and I'm not any close to passing away. You know what I mean? Like I just don't have it like But still,
1: like that's you know? a good
2: point, man. Like exactly, like most people don't just want to lie about some story they had, and especially like you know a World War II veteran who's you know gone through all of these different you know levels of military and government work. He's a serious guy. He's not just going to sit there and say, "Oh yeah, the, you know, we we captured the space aliens and he's making it up." <laughs> like it's, it, you know, the guy said that he had seen materials that he had been told about bodies. He had been told about the recovery of bodies, and that he was shown those materials because he was a specialist in what was it called, like electron beam welding or something. Yeah, it was a, like uh, sh- really, yeah, like it's our it's our most our most precise welding we have available. And you know, he was showing these materials, and it just it sounds a lot like the meta materials. He was just mm-hmm. saying that these things isot topically don't make sense their ratios don't make sense for terrestrial materials so you know we we already know that that stuff's out there because of Gary Nolan and Jacques valet and mm-hmm. even TTSA you know yeah. we know that we know that stuff exists and here's a guy who's basically saying you know in his 90s yeah man I I, I saw this stuff I was uh, briefed on it and uh, you know it is f- something that he said to Ross when he was talking about it was you know I've uh, and I haven't been read out of this program so I should probably <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> and he was you know apparently he, you know he was saying that mainly for Ross's sake you know to protect Ross because yeah uh, you know if he, if he if he divulges classified information that might put Ross in danger but no I, I have no doubt that that guy was being absolutely Legit. on it yeah absolutely it's yeah. you know it's a big big source to come out with something like that that's not just your average engineer your average aerospace engineer that's a that's a head honcho man yeah yeah, yeah.
0: dude I'm, yeah. I, I mean that's it's it's mind-bending i mean i think that all of this stuff is coming out and it's like so rapid i mean even when you and i when we met like it's been
2: not long ago but i mean like the trajectory, then, yeah. the, the trajectory, of everything has just been like, <sighs> dude. Honestly, like I, I haven't been able to keep up with everything that I've wanted no. to be able to keep up with. Like it, as, at a certain point, I'm just like, I don't even care about articles anymore. <laughs> there's too many, too many <laughs> articles are coming out. I just like, you know, what? What can you do? There's just too much, which is amazing. It's awesome. It's awesome to say there's too much to even be able to focus on properly. You know, that's crazy yeah, it, cool.
1: I think for me, it's like what's been good about that is it's focused me to just small areas, yeah. Oh yeah. Because there's so much. Like it's just yeah, totally. what, what speaks to me the most? Yeah. What do I feel? I don't know. What what what, what do I dig the most, man? So I just go down that hole. And then um, yeah your stuff obviously is good because I watch it and I pick up some of what's going on with the new stuff. Yeah. And then it's just giving me more time to go. All right, I don't want to know too much about what's going on over there because it's just confusing as fuck.
2: Well, you, you, and, you, you've been going down your like Himalayan routes and all these, you know, strange, you know, stories coming out of Tibet, and I, I love the stuff that you find.
1: Well, that's where I started. Like, I remember when I got into, like, um, came onto UFO Twitter. I was kind of just always on about it, like that element of it. Yeah, Tibetan man. Stuff. But then it, you kind of like a lot of stuff that once you get into the social media, you, ecology, you get sucked into the rabbit hole that's just that most people want to talk about, which is kind of meta-materials. The and,
2: UAPTF reports. Yeah yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So then that's the scene, the, the, the major scene. So you get sucked into it. So you find all you're doing is you're researching those areas that probably a million other people are researching now because it's in the news and stuff. So, so for me, I kind of like, it's just made me go, No, I won't research that like Mm -hmm. maybe around Mm -hmm. around fringes, but I'll go back to kind of what I like. I,
2: liked s- liked I swear, U- UFOs have got. I, f- I swear, I think the UFO conversation has the most subcultures within it. Like, I swear oh, to yeah. God, there are so many different subcultures and, like, you know, discussions and what people consider to be important. Or, you know, it's it's really <laughs> totally. weird, man. You know, there's just so many different places to focus your attention to.
0: Well, and I think it it's it, it's been it's it's. And I see so much of this too, and I'm I'm sorry to interrupt, but like I've seen so much of the infiltration of either. AI or the government or something but I've seen like the bots or the fake accounts or like, yeah, or, like even if it's legit people behind keyboards just trying to yeah, steer the narrative there. or be like oh yeah Bob Lazar is full of so, shit what, or you yeah. know like whatever whatever the topic is it's just trying to create the the narrative you know Yeah, what's, what's
1: the end game of that I mean because you know what it's, it's funny because it, well, again when I first started getting into the back, back into all this i was a real big so wow that, that whole narrative coming out of it i was blown away by it i was really just like yeah i'm digging this i love it like everything that i read i was oh, this is amazing and what's probably killed it for me more and made me more dubious and i'm not i'm not even gonna, i'm not even gonna get into that like i say my focus isn't that but what's made me more suspicious of it not being perfect is probably all the involvement on social media the squabbles, the, the little payback by the people. Yeah, man,
2: definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: I know yeah. it's human behaviour and stuff, but for me, that's like I save that for the proles man. Like, mm-hmm. you guys, you got a message to tell,
2: dude. Yeah, there's tell a it. tremendous amount of pettiness online. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I'm yeah. talking about from some of the met people giving out messages too. It's like Jesus Christ, man. Like, I understand it's a stressful thing if it's real, but. I don't know. Is...
2: Is, there any, is there any examples that you can think of right now that have kind of uh, uh, aggravated you to some extent?
1: All right. Well, some of the main players when it's like when it's like stay on target, everyone. Like we mm. need to yeah, like, yeah. what? <clears throat> stay on target, everyone. Are you talking to maybe like a few thousand people that are in the geekier <laughs> end of Twitter? Right. Um, which then filters out to a few news sources then gets bigger and bigger and bigger and then and news interviews. But at the base level where people whether it's them or there's people communicating for them uh, you know being told to stay on message or I don't know I'm not going to use exact quotes guys who's telling me to do that I'm not
2: yeah no I know what you mean man like Uh, you know I'm
1: not I'm not part of anyone's club that
2: yeah 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 well, what's no, cool
0: the is that all of all, all three of us are not school. part of anybody's club, and I think that's really yeah. rad. And we're part yeah. of our own club.
1: Yeah, gonna, no, I was this supposed this to club. say,
0: yeah, it's just, just our own little club. We're this just, is our own <laughs> club, right? 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 But we we challenge ourselves. We don't just believe everything that each one no. of us says either, and that's what's great about <clears throat> us. Like you know, it's not like I, we just fully believe <sighs> whatever
2: we say to each other. No, you know? exactly, dude. And like I think you know, we've all spoken about this, but it's it's that whole idea of um, you know, certain groups on things like twitter and within the social media space they kind of act like the immune system for the narrative that's coming out right now and the moment you challenge it or threaten it they all kind of swarm <sighs> in and go like oh you, you know do you not support do you not support yeah. this going forward do you not support the movement and that's yeah. that's kind of why i've always like i i've adapted that whole idea of uh, you know, like support the players, but challenge the narrative, like, you know, yeah. be supportive of the people pushing this forward. And, and, you know, like that's, that's not a problem at all. Cause I have no issue with people like Lou or Chris or, uh, you know, Sean or, or anyone like that, or Jeremy Corbell or George Knapp. But, um, but also just kind of, you know, keep in mind that this is having to be, as Ross Colhart said in my recent interview, we're doing a very delicate dance right now within, within the mainstream narrative. And if you know that, Then you should challenge it You know if you're not just An outside citizen Who's buying it And going oh This is the only thing If you do actually know That this is a narrative And we're being gentle Then you should challenge that (laughs) Lou Elizondo said the same thing He's like don't listen Don't believe everything I say Don't believe everything He said it in multiple He's like don't believe me Don't believe You know do the research yourself You know check it out Do the research yourself Yeah exactly And like you know I don't don't think these guys Need us to like Pander to them And like hold their hand Like they want us To ask hard questions They want us to do That kind of challenging work so, I definitely, I definitely, you know, do lose my patience a little bit with people that just are followers of this. Hang on, there's a dog barking. Oh no, no, it's okay. Jean dropped off too, so I don't know where he went, but
0: I'm gonna text him real quick.
2: Yeah, for, I think he minutes. lost his uh, lost connection. the old internet connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, you're right. No, exactly, dude. Like, it's just, it's just, it's the idea that at the end of the day, we all want to see stuff come out, and we know that this is being done in a in a particular way. And uh, I don't think there's any anything wrong with highlighting the fact that it is definitely a narrative you know that they're trying they're trying to tell us a story yeah. and they're trying to they're trying to avoid governmental culpability for like decades of secrecy <laughs> you know what i mean like and like, they're doing a good you know, and you know what it really struck me and, and
0: uh whatever we'll talk about it when Jean Luc comes on too but yeah, yeah did you watch the three right. hour
2: um, i watched some of it i watched yeah. I, I did I, I caught like the
0: last hour of it me too and, that's uh, all i yeah. got too yeah like i caught it but but like you know what was crazy is my dad is 82 right and he's the one who got me into this game right he calls me up. He's like, "Hey, are you? You're watching this thing, right?" And I'm like, "Oh, the, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I talk to these guys all the time. I'm not, like, I know they're not going to pop out anything new." He's like, "No, gonna, he's like, they got the, all this new stuff is coming out. You got, you got a video." And I'm like, "Dad, okay." So then, like, my dad's, you know, one of my dad's best friends, who's, you know, he, he's like in his seventies too. He's like texting me. He's like, "Are you watching the thing?" And like these guys are just like excited wow. shit about yeah, yeah. it. <clears throat> excited, right? They're excited. They're like, "You better be it." I'm like, "Listen." I know jeremy like we, we talked jeremy Corral, like, i've been talking to these guys on twitter like i know what's going on there's not they're not know, gonna pop, yeah. they're, they're not gonna pop out anything that's gonna blow my mind you know so i'm like all right finally these two old guys that's, like,
2: that, that's actually that's one of the one good things i really like about twitter is it is like you you are going to get the updates before anyone else gets the updates like if you if you if you're plugged into ufo twitter you are going to find out information before the mainstream media before the people who listen to the mainstream media and, uh, and you know, there's something nice about having your finger on that pulse, but yeah. at the same time it can become, it can become a lot, you know, it can oh, become yeah. uh, stressful. And, and I just, I just find that like. It changes my attitude, especially if I wake up in the morning and check Twitter. Like, if I if I'm being an asshole on Twitter, I guarantee you, I've just woken up and I've stupidly <laughs> I've stupidly looked at my phone and like, uh, what? Oh, yeah, like oh, some guy God. like C 5s a bunch of woo woo, stupid bullshit, man. I'm like, you know, whoa, you don't know anything about just exuding unity uh, and positive vibes. Just, yeah, ah! <laughs> Project Unity is telling me to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> honestly that's the that's the worst thing about naming my platform project unity the worst thing about naming it project unity is i can't do anything about someone going oh well that's not that's not very unifying dude <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's totally it. <laughs> it uh, doesn't mean, it doesn't mean project. I'm going to listen to assholes every day and just be okay with it. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> so, like, I was hanging out with Nick Hinton a couple of weeks ago, and because he lives, you know, close. So, Nick Hinton and yeah, I were just hanging yeah. out, and he's like, listen, dude, you would not under, you would, you don't understand. Like, I get like 10,000 messages. People are like, you know, I met an alien and all this shit. And he's like, he's like, I can't listen to all this shit. Some of this stuff I listen to, like whatever it resonates to, sometimes I get like, you know, somebody, but then it just goes into like fucking just just this most bizarre people have problems and, you know, like people are just whatever. He's like, every once in a while I'll stumble upon something, but he's like, I can't
2: do it. He's like, I literally can't do it. I, I just there's just too much of that. Dude, honestly, I get that. Like obviously not at the same level as Nick, but I get a lot of emails and messages and, and, you know, i i I do genuinely read through as many as i can and a lot of the time it's like some really interesting stuff but you do get the occasional absolute crackpot like total crackpot and and you know it's really it's really weird when you see that because it's like it's like oh man like how do you respond to someone like that Uh, i i usually don't like nick kinton said i usually just like you you can't
0: you just he's like you just can't pull yourself into that because you just pull yourself into the the drama of them you know them doing it or whatever are the, is the black van showing up outside? <laughs> yes. Did the, did the black van show up outside your house, Jay? No, sorry. I had
2: the noisy, noisy flatmate coming. No,
0: out. no, no, no. I was, I was thinking that. I was like, "Fuck, man." Well, because Nick, 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 Nick and Nick can't We're hanging out. Literally, he got he bought a new car. He bought a car, not a new car, but he bought a car, and we were just hanging out. And I'm a car dude. I like you know wrenching on cars and hot rod shit. And I was like, he's like, it's doing something weird, but we, you know, the the transmission slipping. I'm like, all right, dude, let's jump in and let's check it out. So we're just cruising around, you know, like let's fly through some gears, check it out. And I'm like, yeah, it's you know, not really too bad. He's just not used to it. I'm like, yeah, it's it's cool. Those those ge- you know, we're all right. So we pull back into my house, pull back in, jump out of the car, walking up to the house, and all of a sudden, and I'm like, what the fuck? And we look up, and there's this black helicopter, like right here, like just. <laughs> Oh, is, is, is that the one that you filmed? Yeah, and I and, yeah. and I pulled my phone out and he's like, take a video. like, Shh. and he's like, yeah. I was like, I've been here 10 minutes. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't, and just you know, and like a bunch of people like told me what it was. And I'm like, I've never seen that copter before or since. I don't, that's not something that normally flies around here. We did, mom. It was, like, was like, wow, man. So, I mean, it yeah. was just bizarre, but I was joking around with you guys. I was like, it's close before the van shows up. Like, it's <laughs> <that's> the first, <laughs> the second thing is when the van shows up. I'm like, you just get so close yeah. to it where. It's just bizarre, oh man! Everything's bizarre. Sometimes you got to step back, you know. Like I took a week off and you know went for va- vacation with the family, just in the middle of yeah. nowhere. Yeah, where there was like you know nothing, and it was just awesome to kind of unplug. And of course, I did that. And then that Friday is when the report <laughs> came out. So everybody <laughs> in the world is like, "John, who the fuck?" And I'm like, "Ah!"
2: I'm like trying to catch a signal. Like, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, like, like I yeah. I recorded like I I I jumped on it quite quickly because uh-huh. uh, i was um you were waiting for in, it yeah yeah i was in the voice hangout thingy on twitter that oh. uh, danny silver i think yeah set up. So yeah, everyone, yeah everyone was in there talking and waiting for the report to come out yeah. so the moment it came out everyone left the chat and started doing their <laughs> things and so like i i decided to like read it for the first time recording myself and then oh, i nice. you know, uh, put it on so you know uh, give people my first reaction to it and uh, you know it's like yeah. ah, like it, the the way that i kind of see it with this stuff is like it, there's a narrative that they are they are genuinely addressing this stuff and it's coming out fantastic you know there's like this kind of step in step in the uh, in the stat in the sands now with the uaptf report and it's like we're moving forward from here <clears throat> but the problem is like you're moving forward from 2004 onwards man. like you know like that's <laughs> like that's, nothing ever happened before then you've, yeah 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 basically that's how they're doing this and it's it's like you are leaving out i mean you're leaving out all of the De- actionable decades, stuff you're leaving out yeah you know decades. yeah the re- any any sort of recovery engineering program is going to be before the scope of 2004 like you know it's like they they've purposefully placed the barrier up yeah <clears throat> exactly they've rewritten the narrative and um <clears throat> you know this is what holden holden says he's like look the nimitz event was you know the the nimitz event is is creating a bubble like we're, we're creating a bubble around 2004 onwards we're changing ufo to uap we're removing the history that's how it's going to have to be people are going to have to swallow that bitter pill of realizing that the only way we're going to have this discussion through government is if the government talks about it from this mm. point forward and and the, but this is this is my issue this is why i say we have to challenge that narrative we have to consistently challenge that shit and be like no there is a deep history to this and uh, you know I, I i don't think there's anything wrong with supporting the kind of like the players who are pushing themselves out there and trying to get awareness because i've been able to educate people who i never thought i'd be able to educate on this issue right, right. Because, of, because of the steps that have happened since 2017 so there's genuine merit to that there's real merit to that but at the same time you can't forget if you know about it this deep history and so like you know there's there's a real issue there at some point it's going to have to come to a clash like i i just i think reverse like reverse engineering programs is like the crown jewel it really is the crown jewel and um they're not going to give it up willingly but i just have a feeling that more people are going to come out about the fact that they've been involved in these things and uh, i don't i i just can't see it being kept hidden for a few more years like within the next few years i i think that that's going to be part of the mainstream narrative is that there's programs oh yeah
0: yeah whether or not
2: they've had success whether or not they've created anything that's probably going to be the next you know few years of discussion my my thought is they're gonna come
0: out like we've been trying for 80 years we haven't got in anywhere i think that's Probably what they're going
2: to say, like we at haven't some done point. Anything, but now we, we're asking you, public, can you help us? And it's like, when well, they still
0: really got this other at, thing that's
2: going on. <laughs> like, at some point, at some point, I think they'll probably have to say something like that. Like, look, we've we've got this stuff. We've been working on it, but I think the issue, <clears throat> at least from the way that it's been explained to me, the issue is is purely national security, foreign mm-hmm. adversaries, Russia, China, not wanting to put your technology yeah. up on a plate and, and let them grab it, you know, ace in the whole technology yeah. that you keep quiet. And and uh, it's, it's, it's really, you know, it's difficult to know where it's going to all go. But um' yeah. where's John? <clears throat> we were just talking about, uh what were we talking about? We were talking about the narrative, the idea that reverse engineering programs will have to be talked about at some point. And uh I think that's I think that's what we were talking about before mm-hmm. you ran off. Yeah. Yeah. So, so two thousand and four onward is their timeline
0: and it's like nothing <clears throat> right, ever happened. Yeah. But I understand that from a from a I, I always do this too, because like I try to step back. They like were talking about the you know, the three hour special and all that shit and how it gained it was on three networks in, in America anyway. It was like it was like discovery, travel and something else. And it was like on three simultaneous networks and you know, it was like, it was kind of a big deal. And, um, you know, I had, like my dad calling me and other people calling me going, that's oh, a big deal. And it's like stuff we already knew about, but I always got to step back because I always forget because yeah. we're so close to, we're weird we are like on the fire and everybody else is just feeling a little bit of the warmth, you know? And well,
2: like, I mean, I, 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 I think we all feel this, but I've, I've felt that because there are things that I go to automatically explain to someone as if it's common knowledge and I have to go, wait a minute. That is so, <laughs> so far removed from being common knowledge that they're going to think you're insane for saying it. So it's like, wow, you know, you got to dial back, but, well, but jean Luke can't I, to talk to anybody then because of the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Like, you know, the, like the, there, there are such deep levels to this, and like the more you go into the consciousness and the strange societies and the occult, like that's a level. <sighs> that's a level that people just don't understand outside of the research uh, community, you know. Well, it's, even in uh, the research uh, community, there's this bifurcation even, of that, within, that. They're like, even, no, yeah. this and that. I mean, even there's... within it, yeah, yeah, lot, yeah for sure. Like those
1: cultural boundaries as well. Like, yeah. I've just been listening to the. Um, you know, I've told you guys. I've been listening to the John Ronson. The Managed Goats audiobook narrated by John Ronson. It's so funny, man. It's so <laughs> funny. And that, and that just sums it up perfectly. The, that book, the way that the, the United States military approached. Zen spirituality and <laughs> accessing G and stuff like that, and then where it came from—it's it, just hilarious. And the way he narrates it, it's just like, oh my <laughs> god!
2: Wait like a minute—you're you're, you're telling me, you're telling me, soldier, that there's a, a way to access a universal consciousness of unbounded love? Right? How yeah. can we use it to spy on the Russians? <laughs> <laughs> but imagine- Those, Those Russians don't know
1: love. <laughs> you know when he narrates it though, right? Like. Um, he just narrates it as himself, like in a really broad, what sounds like Manchester or Yorkshire. I, I don't know where he's from. But like he's like, so we're Jedi's. <laughs> <laughs> what we're we going to do we're, we're going to stare at these goats until they fall over down dead. So I said to him, I goes, What do you really think you're a Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> oh aye, <laughs> aye, yeah. am yeah. a Jedi. Put, put a guy know yeah, put a guy sort of in a Sort of cool NASA T-shirt with a cool American voice who says, "Yeah, so we had NASA Jedis and we were working on, you know, and uh, it's only about bringing down our mass to atoms and we could pass through the wall." And like people suddenly, it's like, "How do you want to? T- how do you want to play this?" John Lanson played as a yeah? <laughs> which is off, which which works because to be fair, like that's probably the film if I was going to say who said what are you reading about what are you interested in well, i'm interested in weird cia mind control shit yeah wow that's fucked you don't <laughs> well, well why, why don't you <laughs> <laughs> it's the way you said that and they're just like wow that's fucked <laughs> I'm well aware of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm well aware of that so, so, what are you into? Oh, you know, the history of CIA uh, mind control. Yeah, oh, we go to the Kardashians. <laughs> I'm looking at fucking with Claire. <laughs>
1: oh my god I tell you uh, what, it
2: I reminds me actually of when uh when like for a, for a very brief moment and i think i've told you guys this i worked in an insurance office which, oh like, you said fuck it at one point right didn't you yeah yeah, like, yeah you i did up. i dropped my headset and like ran out and just like threw my <laughs> card in the bin like i just left but i used to i like whilst i was there i was i was kind of getting into my initial interest of looking at um specifically like the CIA freedom of information our library and looking at kind of project Stargate and the remote viewing and, and I was like sending emails to colleagues like, <laughs> Hey, did you know that you can use your full potential of your mind to like do that? Like, <laughs> I never got any response. Everybody just delete
0: like delete like yeah, that at, 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 certain,
2: out at a certain point I was just like, you know what? I don't think this place is it's for me. <laughs> no, no, no. I have to oh, go. Couldn't yeah, I can't believe I were there. Worst place uh, ever. Oh, my God. You know,
0: every, everywhere we got to, I always think back. And because for my birthday, it was yesterday, I, like I asked people, like, everybody's like, what do you want for birthday? I'm like, I just want a picture of whatever the fuck you're doing right now, or something funny, or whatever you find is interesting, or like just your life right now. Just take a picture of it and just send it to me. Like, I want, are you sitting here with your kids, your dog? Is it a beautiful sky or whatever, you know? And, this girl that I um, knew back when I was DJing in nightclubs in Dayton, you know, this is like ninety nine, ninety eight. You know, she sent me these pictures of me from like nineteen ninety nine. You know, <laughs> I got like a fucking bucket hat on. I got jean, like my pant legs wow. are this wide. You know, like and I'm DJing in, in this club and, you know, I'm hanging out with her and I'm like, I dated this girl for like three weeks, you know, or whatever. But she has these like these three
2: by five pictures that she took a picture of and sent them to me, and I'm like, I don't know, what? I don't know if that's uh, like cute or disturbing that she still has <laughs> images. <in the> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't I don't know either, but like I saw the pictures and I was like, look, I've, I've come this far. Like, look how like look back to like yeah, whatever man. whatever experience you've done in your life has led you to like the point where we're at right here. You know, like oh, yeah. it, when you think back, like I couldn't have fathomed that I'd be talking to two dudes in England. Uh I'd pull my, <laughs> you know, I'd pull my family out of a pool an hour ago because like I gotta go yeah, talk man. to my guys right now. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So I can come in. Yeah. I'm like, that would have never crossed my mind. Like, and it's gotten me to the point where I have two oh, of my yeah, best dude. friends. I call you guys some of my best friends ever. And, like, oh, you are,
2: at... yeah, no, you are? Yeah, I know. You're our best friend as well, man, for sure. Like, it's it's really amazing, you know, that...
0: <laughs> no, so, like, but seriously. <laughs>
2: I was looking at the ground then. I didn't see the first bump. <laughs> 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 but I mean, like... If you'd, like, you know, taken me aside a few years ago and told me that I'd be doing this kind of thing, I'd just be like, no way, man. Like, what do you want about? That's not part of my life. And now I just can't even imagine not, Knowing or talking about these things with people and, and doing this, t- you know, it's, it's, w- it, it's just weird it how a, life works, you know.
1: But you've done it in a good way. Like, you've turned it like into, like you know, a quite a cool little profession. You mean, it could have gone the other way. You could be in a psychiatric unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. of us could have man, All of us have been to the point where we could have been of there. Course. Yeah.
1: Of course. Like, we still could be. We still could be. Imagine, <laughs> imagine you weren't quite so eloquent. Imagine you weren't uh, quite so presentable. Imagine, and then you went and started spinning that to people.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> lies, oh, yeah. Lies, lies. No, you're right. You're right. There's a certain approach, at least, that I think all of us seem to share, uh, which is applicable to a wider audience, despite the controversial nature of the talking points. Like we have a way to, we have the ability to talk about it without seeming like we're complete nutcases. Basically, <laughs> you
1: know, <laughs> we, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I think I think it's because like if you take, like we've always said, you've got to laugh about it because love is bonkers. Yeah, and like and, most, and it is about delivery. Like seriously, man, like
2: it is. Again, yeah, again,
1: again, please if you can listen to this audio book, this John Ronson audiobook. book. It just <laughs> if you could take any of this stuff right and then put it in that guy's accent. <laughs> it just, it's comedy, you know?
0: No matter what course. it is, it's comedy it comes out of his mouth, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's craft daily buzzing the Nimitz fleet of the Pacific. <laughs> I, said, I said, Mr. elizondo you can't be serious. Mr. Oh Alexander, my
2: God, you're I right. It changes everything. It changes everything.
1: <laughs> I, looked at, I looked at Lou and Lou looked at me and, and I just didn't know what to say. Do you know what I mean? It's like that.
2: <laughs> and I said to Lou, Are you a Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> Lou said, um <laughs> <laughs> oh, no you're, you're you're right you're right it is all down to it is all down to a presentation because people are very judgmental that's laughing oh, yeah. <laughs> And the thing is we're all like it. I, I you know, if I if I watch an interview and there's someone who's just kind of like, you know, is just kind of talking like that, or it's just not interesting. I'm like, oh screw this interview, I don't even want to listen. He could have the most amazing, beautiful insights about life, or you know, but it's it's because of the way it's presented and it's 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 very true. There's a, a real balance to play of how you present yourself and how it's then received. Because we, we judge the book by its cover and oh and-
0: yeah. Well, and it goes back to the narrative thing, and then that, that's totally yeah, because if you look at Lou Elzando, he's this it's the same delivery like it's the same interview you had with him now i'm not saying the same but you know what i mean like whatever like lou in whatever his interview is is lou yeah you can put you can take him out of his house and put him in the fucking caribbean or whatever else and it's lou Elizondo and he's given this message it's like a doom 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 you know like i mean that's i mean literally that's what it is it's like you know every once in a while but you know um Yandoli, you know James y- Yandoli, you know, Yandoli, Yandoli, Yandoli. You know he's. Uh, I know. I've, I've you know that that interview like he did. Like I, I, I was like, holy shit! Like I've never seen Lugo. Oh, you made me squirm, and I was like,
2: wow so impressed with that interview like I I still think that that was probably the best interview he's done yet. I mean, he just dropped him out because it's like what
0: about this what about this what about this and I was like wow yeah and yeah Dolly's the nicest guy in the fucking world the only reason I'm I, hanging out talking to you guys is because that guy, you know what I mean but he just he was just like okay what about this what about this yeah, yeah. what about this and he he, and he had a, and he answered or not answered a lot of the questions he asked and I was like that's good and but Lou said question me you know ask
2: don't, yeah, don't believe yeah, everything
0: yeah. i'm saying don't believe everybody else is saying
2: you know? well that, but that's, that's it. it that's what i was saying before is these guys don't want us to like you know pussyfoot around like, they're quite happy for us to like nail down hard questions and what's and the hardest
1: question you? have had asked them then in your that you've seen what's the hardest one the one that's my um <clears Not throat> like, you know seriously
2: no man, like maybe to be honest, probably just something simple of like you know, are you a part of a psyop? Are you a part of a disinformation psyop? Is this all just like a big ruse? Are you just are you just trying to trick everyone? Because that's the kind of thing that, uh, like, to be fair to Ross coltart he 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 really drilled down on Lou about that, mm-hmm. and you know he he mentions that at the end of my interview that he doesn't think people truly understand who Lou is. Like, Lou is not some cutout. Like, Lou is so high up within the intelligence community, the Australian special forces were blown away when Ross said that he was speaking with them, that, you know, he's like at this, so he's, he was, he was on the oversight committee for the special access program oversight committee. Like uh, according to Ross, essentially he, oversaw all saps waved, unacknowledged you know all of them everything he's got if if there are if there are like all these different kind of golden nuggets of information lou knows all of it lou knows every single thing and at least that's kind of like the the impression that he gets from this guy and so like he you know he and he said he said he drilled down real hard on him about this whole idea of him being in a you know is this just a disinformation thing and and i have to trust like i do uh you know obviously i trust my own intuition as well but i really respect ross and ross is a very well connected guy and he's walked away from it going i really think lou is for real like i really think that lou is actually for real and i'll tell you what really solidified it for me was his letter was his was was the cover letter that was uh brought out um where he has i can't remember if it who it is specifically he's addressing it to like the department of something mm-hmm. can't remember which department but he's pissed like he was he was like you know because he had he had all his emails and his contacts and his files deleted recently like all of his stuff was hacked by the pentagon like they're not his friends and i think that he's actually realized maybe more um about how the government operates when you're not on their team. Mm. And he's, you know, because he's a patriot. There's no doubt about it. And uh, it just seems like he's... Say again?
1: What is evidence is that Lou Elizondo had all his emails and stuff hacked and stolen by by the
2: well i guess i guess like one why would you start a extremely serious legal allegation with a lawyer based on those types of issues if you were lying that seems pretty risky to like lie about your stuff being hacked because that was part of like if you read have you read his cover letter yeah yeah i have but it, you know he I, well
1: okay well, well he, it's basically you know, saying named. that
2: all because
0: he was in the 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 hinge point Sorry, is that it. he was like Sorry, i was part it. of the um counter um terrorism task force but from nine eleven on so like all of the things that, it wasn't just my ufo thing it was like i was battling t- terrorists right and like so all of that data is there but from an it so like I'm an it guy right there is a um Uh, And this is a legal thing that you do to um, basically get yourself out of uh, trouble. So you can say your email retention policy is 90 days or three days or 400 years, right? So we're going to retain every email for 30 days, no matter what. So then if you need to get subpoenaed by somebody, we only can give you the last thirty days or four days or four whatever you set your policy as. So our email attention policy in the United States you know, whatever is thirty days. Pfft, every email besides that's fucking gone. I don't know what it is for the government. I swear I I think they have some type of legal you know retention policy, so that you have to keep it for you know what, seven years, or I don't know what it is. But if they did that outside the bounds of whatever the law says you're allowed to retain that data, then yeah, they they fucked it up. But they've done that so many times, like we don't know what happened to any of the Apollo
2: moon mission footage, right? Right? <laughs> like, right. like oh, it's just gone. We just deleted um, it. You know, like bear with me. I'm just trying to find the cover layer because I'm I, mean, I have <clears throat> you have to. I just have to admit, like the way that he seems to be uh, on the war path and uh, he's got Danny Sheehan fighting his corner now. And uh, it just seems to me like there's been a a fire lit under this dude. And, you know, people might think, oh, well, maybe it's all, it's all just, you know, fake and it's, it's all just being constructed. But I don't know, man, like this letter, if I can find it, it just. Well, well,
0: I get, I get that too. And in either way, this is my, this is me being devil's advocate either way. Either either he's le- legit and everything he says is legit and 100% face value that we take it at yeah. or he's a fucking spook and he's still in the government and he's doing everything he's yeah. the, that we, we think is just for the government's perspective. Either way, the narrative is out in the public. People know yeah. who he is. It's on TMZ, it's on, you know, he's been on all this other shit and like the people people that normally don't believe in any of this shit or care yeah. about it know who he is and are talking about it. So, yeah,
1: okay. All right. So so we're in that world, the little niche part they have always known, little bits about this, and are on it, and blah, 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 blah. Now it's getting out into the bigger, wide world. How long until somebody who's, like, not in the UFO world, who's, like, a full-blown investigative reporter? Well, I guess they are doing it, but somebody who's, like, cynical enough not to believe starts hammering it and goes, all right, I will find that missing video of Lou that was apparently talking at some conference that's been mentioned recently. You heard about that? Which, I don't no, know. which Again, was that speculation um, where he's talking about uh, counter-intel stuff regarding other things. And it's, apparently it's been wiped from the internet. So you start hearing about these sorts of stuff, things and you go, oh, I don't know. I don't know what's true. I don't know if he's telling the truth. I mean, that's the truth. Danny Sheehan, I don't know what, you know, in my experience of solicitors in in the UK, for example, Danny Shean, is he's a he's a bombastic character, isn't he? He's like the
0: he's Johnny like Cochran. The C- C- glove doesn't fit; you must have quit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like the Johnny <laughs> he, You know he's he's been he's been behind he's been behind some of the m- biggest legal cases in yeah. America, like yeah. you know yeah. Water, Watergate. I think he was involved in Watergate and yeah, some yeah. other major major scandals,
1: some serious stuff. So it's like big game sort of politics but it's also like big news news story stuff mm-hmm. but only again it has filtered over here but it's but it's pretty much only america it's like you said it's like there was this big thing on a, four channels and everyone watched it and we didn't get any of that man we just watched probably watched some show about cheese
0: no, well see that's the thing <laughs> uh, no literally because uh, a, a brother of mine is you know ryan he's uh, from canada right And like canada like he got him to do uh you know a foia for canada or whatever it is and it's just basically like we're aware of the uap atf report canada does not um collect reports or disseminate reports or whatever and we are not changing our policy and like that came out like a week like a couple days ago he was like basically hey you guys know what's going on and canada's like yep we know what it is yep we're not still doing anything yep fuck off you know what I mean? And, and Canada's just like that. And the, and the UK is the same way. They're
2: like, yeah, we're not doing anything. Fuck you. And <clears throat> you I don't see, know why. I don't know what the deal is with you guys. Did, did you see? Uh, um, oh, hang on a second. I'm going to get his name up. But, um, there was a guy in the uk parliament asking for a comprehensive report really? by the americans yeah. but then like this dod spokeswoman was in there and she just gave him the boilerplate like the, the you know the ministry of defense has assessed all the types of threats that we consider to be threats and this is not a threat kind of thing shut the fuck up basically sit down like that was kind of like what it was but why is was, america you know, telling you guys what to do <laughs> yeah yeah oh well no this this was mod ministry of defense Oh, uh, okay this was okay, british, this was like, british like, defense I mean,
1: my, you know, like you were saying earlier, John, that like the narrative's been wound, wound back or deleted up to 2004 for yeah. uh, newcomers anyway, yeah? Yeah. And the reason for doing that is like, you know, and I've, I've, I've seen, yeah, again, I'm like, just keep your eyes open for like the people that follow this stuff. But there's this push where it's like the push that what we should be focusing on is now the evidence that's come off the radars, off the cameras, the statistical data only, yeah? And there's this push if you start getting pulled into that camp. And it's like so then it's kinda of like it's a disregard for the past. Yeah. And the reason it's a disregard for the past is because if it is if they are real and they're not site, it's not site it's um it's a massively reduced disclosure. We've talked about that before.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the reason
1: for taking it back to two thousand and four is because the shit before it for Britain and for America is
2: it's embarrassing it's disgusting well, that's, that's all that's all the retrievals the wet works the assassination there's that, people you know, still like,
0: dying that we haven't talked about this and i haven't bring it up because it's fucking touchy and the dude just got killed or... are you
2: going to talk about john mcafee well no 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 <laughs> uh,
0: no 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 um mike uh mike mccandlish, McCandlish oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but i mean I, I like you know no no disrespect to the man obviously i just like i don't no. i don't understand um why that would happen to him now unless it doesn't he make had, any sense unless he, unless he was sitting on something that he was going to reveal it like it you know I, I think i think obviously when something like that happens like a, an apparent suicide especially within the ufo community people are like ah, 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 ah it mm-hmm. can never it can never be simply just what it was but perhaps with That's this it was, i mean i i don't know unless he was sitting on something I, I just don't know why it would take so long for something like that to occur to someone like that you know what i mean
0: well, see, night. it doesn't
2: matter. Like I'm telling this, you guys, this now, and you guys know this, and we'll put it out there. But I'm never
0: going to fucking kill. My, I don't give a shit what yeah, is going yeah, on with man. my life. Never, ever, yeah, ever, ever, ever.
2: Might as well, might as well, all put that on record now. None of us intend. None to do of us that. were going to kill <laughs> themselves. Never, ever.
1: Well, I've, I've, I've said, yeah, me either. Like you know, it's not my bag. I like, am um, no. I'm but seriously. The- It'd be ridiculous to even think that that's a possibility purely based on the fact that we know how to read Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) No, you know what, Jean, that is exactly how I feel that is exactly well, how I feel like
1: we're not we, we not talk traff- though but that's the thing
0: that is we're talking about it you do you just, yeah, you talk about it, you reach a lot more people than I do or you know what I mean yeah like, but
2: I'm but, you know like I'm interviewing people who have either you know like I haven't I'm not trafficking in classified information I'm not you know I'm speaking I'm asking someone who's maybe done even more research than me and who could be even closer to that I understand topic. I understand but you but questions. you're so, your like, voice you're um, yeah no I like and you know believe me it's crossed my mind of like oh god like like you know, am I being surveyed, or is like you know, is anyone? Yes, being... but I, I, I kinda, like, <laughs> yes, I kind of so feel like
1: why would that be you being split? Because like R- rusty Rockets, right? um Russell Brand, he yeah, did the show. You know, the guy's not a, into ufology as such, but he was straight away going. Well, there is this idea that there's a thing called Project Blue Beam. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it could be a sign up because you know, people like there's plenty of people talking about it because a lot of people are, are fucking cynics or they don't believe the CIA. In the Department of Defense, especially if you're not in main America, like I mean, for us, it's kind of like, well, why should I believe them?
2: Like, yeah, I don't yeah. believe my
1: own government, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, just, I don't believe I just, any of them. I just think, lying I, bastards. Like, yeah, I just, yeah, scratch?
2: I think, I think that you know, so, and we've talked about this like you know, privately all, all together. Like, I, I just think at a certain point, you can't. You know, if you open yourself up to all these possibilities, you kind of run the risk of becoming like a super paranoid, targeted individual, like, oh, you know, uh they're always watching me. You're like, you're inviting you're inviting a level of paranoia into your life. Whereas I, I just kind of like You know, like if they if they're watching me, if they're watching me or surveying me, like like what are they getting out of that? I mean, there's there's nothing bad for that guy who's got to watch all that tape. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's just (laughs) kind of like you know what what are you what are you getting out of that? So I mean, I just I think that you know there's there's other people who are likely to be uh, followed. Oh
0: yeah, but the thing that gets me is that when we get into the real deep weird shit when it comes to the psychic phenomenon, the MK Ultra shit, is that when. I had that experience and it hasn't happened since. And, you know, I got wigged out about it and thank God Jean-Luc was there for me. But I had like that, um, beamed conversation into my head where they were like, are you going to be part of this or not? Are you going to be a problem? or Are you going to be with us? And I'm like, fuck you. Like, why are you like, why is this in my head? And I th- Yeah, I you know th- what I mean, and that like that never happened before, you know, in my life. And I'm like, you know what? And I just got to, I got back to my my street roots. I'm like, you know, fuck you, and fuck whoever else is behind that shit. And if you guys want to well, talk about it, come on, you know. I and that, I put it out.
1: And, and this is, and listen, right? <laughs> <laughs> you are going to talk about American patriotism and all that. Like, dude, you got freedom of speech. Like, how much is that? These people apparently fight and die for that, right? All the time. Yep. Okay. So if you can't sit on the internet and talk about books you've read, articles you've read, some bullshit that you've read, some, whatever it may be, you know, like, <laughs> it's a joke. And if people are using, like, targeted fucking sonic signals, like Havana syndrome style on you, yeah. voice, which, you know what, I mean, I'm, I'm a paranoid type myself, but I'm also well-read enough to go, you know what, I refuse to accept insanity of any form, yeah? Gonna, I'll, I'll investigate everything that shows me mm-hmm. in this area. Because how many people talk about, the deeper you get into this stuff, the closer you go into oblivion. Like, a lot of people talk about that. Like, they lose it, or they go quiet after a while. you get a serious ufologists who spiral out of control, yeah? Mm-hmm. Or they get spiraled out of control. Right. They don't, they don't get killed anymore. They just get sentimental. Mm-hmm. I have and to they admit, get, like... Or, they, or- get, they get made to look ridiculous. Like... Mm-hmm and that that would be pretty easy to do man like it'd be kind of like you know what let's go through all of these you know many many hours of these people talking and find the most embarrassing things they've said make a compilation stick it out there and go look at this knob yeah Mm -hmm.
2: it's It's like i mean like even as someone like you know i consider myself to be relatively cognitive and aware of like when i'm being too paranoid or anything like that like you know, it, even for, even for me, just being on the, on the outskirts of dipping in and out of different research topics, like it's, it's a bit of a delicate dance to not go completely crazy, but like, you know, like. <laughs> I'm not even lying. Like you know, there are yeah. times where I'm like, because because you know, there's there's a part of me that has like a basic template of like, okay, UFOs are real, uh, ETs are probably real, some other interdimensional aspect is probably real, and then when you get into some of the specifics of like you know, secret space programs or like occult occult infrastructure throughout the entire world or things like that or like remote viewers who are penetrating into my mind to find things, like mm-hmm. it's stuff like that where I'm like, I don't know how much of that I'm willing to believe because. It, if I go too deep into that kind of idea, I'm worried I won't come back. I'm worried that I won't be able to get, I'm I'm going to lose a sense of, I'm, I'm going to become too fearful or paranoid or, and, you know, I just, it, it's it, I find myself operating a delicate dance sometimes of like, how much of this do I want to believe? Because obviously, like, you know, like if we're going to look at the surface level of um, like remote viewing and stuff like that, it seems like, at least on the surface, like uh, Monroe Institute of Applied Science, SRI Science Applications International Corporation, like all of them have agreed, there is some level of transference going on that can be applied to anomalous mental phenomena. But we haven't been very successful in, you know, using it as a surefire operational intelligence gathering. Uh, and that's the part they put out to the public because oh yeah, sh- exa- exactly, exactly. Yeah, like you know, yeah. you, uh, but, but, it works, but we haven't made. But that's what I'm saying is that's the only evidence i have to work with what mm. you're saying is essentially down to assumption is like okay well yeah they're saying that but it's likely to be a really deep uh, exquisite program going on but we don't know it we probably suspect it but it's 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 the it's the idea that i don't know and i don't know enough data to fully embrace that suspicion to the point where it could affect me where i'm like oh my god i need to protect my brain from like these people like yeah you're like, no, no, in, it, so,
1: no, reason, no yeah john, john alexander all right going back to john ronson or some audio um, minister uh, goats it talks about john alexander literally you know giving an interview to john ronson saying yeah we were using stuff to beam images to the troops in iraq like to the enemy troops in iraq so they'd see like
0: giant scorpions uh, running through the desert
1: scorpions yeah or they'd see their gods, allah yeah they would show up and tell them to drop their guns
2: Or ancient gods. I know, but I just don't know how much of it's true and how much of it's just bullshit. But I've heard that from other, I've
0: heard dudes, I've heard that from dudes that were there. I've heard that from guys that were in the fucking desert about the scorpion. Who saw giant scorpions? No, that they knew that they were, they said, hey, we don't have to do shit because they're projecting giant scorpions on these guys. They were like, (laughs) whatever. And they're, they're, and literally dropped their guns and they just showed
2: up i mean it wouldn't surprise me like seriously that that, was a thing that's that's a different like what what are you saying here are you saying technological or are you saying some sort of conscious projection because like these are different things like a technology yeah totally i could imagine that exists i was my my impression the
0: guys that understood that from they saw it from the desert was a technology thing
1: yeah 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 like well there's two times more than two loads of them but like there's the idea, there's the voice of God's tech, which is mm. like straight to the brain. It's like we'll Which is what I think
0: got me, right? Yeah.
1: Individual person and we'll just talk to you and you won't, you know, if you've got no idea about any of this stuff, you're gonna be like, I'm schizophrenic, or I'm having a religious experience, or Satan's talking to me, or whatever it may be, you know. Like um if you clued up I a, a guest, like maybe you know what to expect and you can just go, right, think rationally about this. There's no one actually in my brain talking to me apart from some tech mm-hmm. now it sounds insane but at the same time you know you got again i always i like this topic a lot because you know the mainstream are picking up on it with the havana syndrome stuff yeah now it's not it's not voice of god but it's make them sick target individuals like so well targeted that to the room to the hotel room to the person make them ill like uh, that's serious shit and that's uh, in the press right now and also going back to stuff like the, the John Alexander stuff, like the, the use of audio um signals uh to again in the Iraq situation to voice of God but on a mass scale so yeah. it'd be to a Hilarious, well to be you know? fair there's
2: there's circumstantial evidence for this kind of stuff like the russian embassy situation where like a lot of uh you know american officials were having strange uh you know like nausea and issues and it turned out to be likely uh, a directed energy weapons style thing and you know that was back in the cold war i think that was happening so mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know it's uh it's i, I don't i don't not believe that there are some very advanced tools for the changing of cognition and stuff. I just kind of struggle with the idea that there's someone sitting somewhere trying to like Jedi mind style enter my brain when I'm just a 26 year old dude talking about UFOs. You know what well, I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, no, I get, I totally understand that. But this is where my mind goes is that I started getting real deep into this AI and this EI thing, and I started talking to Nick Hinton. You know, and we were talking about all this stuff and like. If you have the capability technologically to do these things and you give it over to an AI program that doesn't have any conscious, you know, or empathy or whatever, and it just does the best thing it can possibly do for the task that it needs to get done, and you give an AI this capability, what is it going to do? It's going to be the most insane thing you've ever imagined, right? I mean, if it's done every, uh, <laughs> if it goes through every learning curve, it ever, and then just figures out the best possible way to do this, and this does this, and it's left unchecked, that's either a directed population or the world.
1: Well, I mean, I guess, I don't know, but what I'm trying to think about with this is AI, if it's going to exist to that extreme, it already does, because we'll have got to the point where, Linear time will have been broken down by it.
0: Sentient, so yeah.
1: To, so if it wants to appear at any time in the past or future, in my mind, it could. So until, as soon as the very concept of AI came into someone's head, it existed.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is a you know like people believe that some of these uh, objects are ai from the future it could even be our own creation coming back in time or you know something along those lines and like yeah. i i you know i i do think because i i i am pretty worried about the development of artificial intelligence and the integration of ai with like the human system but it also seems i've been thinking about that a lot because i can't decide whether i should be like scared or excited because part of me thinks you know we we can't escape the fact that we are genuinely just nature represented and so if we're doing things like building structures and technologies that's still essentially nature building that technology somebody perhaps like the human being is the platform for nature to experience more stuff and then the innovation of technological integration is just nature's next step in expressing more like how can i get more and more and more and faster and faster and more complex and so the human body goes through this metamorphosis of eventually transcending into uh you know artificial intelligence and this type of thing and, and maybe that's Actually, the natural progression of nature's evolution through human to something else to transhuman. Maybe that's actually it, but it still seems very unsettling to me. <laughs>
1: I, I, th- I think, I think it's, I think it's almost like, you know, if it becomes like that, and AI does take over to that, and we become part of it, like it's almost like we've just gone. Ah, you know what? The majority of us are so fucking lazy to <laughs> try and progress spiritually in the- on their own that we have to like rely on. Yeah, but maybe,
2: like, maybe that's but that's the truth. But John, that is the truth. Like, we look around the world. What do we see? We see a real apathy when it comes to spiritual development, right? And it seems like no matter what, even though if you if you took most basic human or humans on the street and said, "What do you think of this terrible thing or this terrible thing or this terrible thing in the world?" They'd be like, "Oh, it's awful. We need to change. We all need to change, but no one does." So maybe it really is our solution it's like yeah you, you know it would i i agree with you it'd be fantastic if we were kind of like shamanistic and medit- you know meditating and it was a part of our learning but it do- it seems to me that we're going through technology so my only hope is that it's through technology that we rediscover this sense of spirit somehow with like this kind of strange integration it allows for an expansion of consciousness i mean i i just it like because of what seems to me to be the inevitability of that I have to counter it with optimism and the countering of optimism is that, okay, maybe this is the method to a symbiosis of science and spirituality. And, you know, maybe it's the way we're going to go.
1: I think, I, I think yeah, I agree. And I think that like, you know, taking that idea and putting it into the historical context and back to the idea of mind control, like this is what's been going on ever since world war two, like without taking the AI out of it, but social engineering, like, on I mean, really yeah. scale yeah like to the point where it's like you know in the same organizations that we're talking about now that are dealing with uh the para- paranormal parapsychology anyway uh, and uaps and stuff like sri mm-hmm. and things like that yeah like the um and then obviously the organizations in the groups that were like the men who stare at ghosts and all that sort of thing like um it's all all kind of coming full circle. Do you know what I'm trying to say? No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, No, dude, you're spot on. I completely agree. I I just think that, um, God. So I listened to a, um, an audio recording of, uh, Manly P. Hall, who. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah. So he was a mason, um, he was raised like from a really it, it, uh, my buddy Robbie and I are, are going to do a like a video on Manly P. Hall and the man behind Manly P. Hall, and it's just this crazy backstory. But anyway, Manly P. Hall did this huge lecture about um Albert Pike. Albert Pike was the 33 degree Mason, he wrote Morals and Dogma, which is a huge Masonic publication. And he was basically responsible for all of the Scottish Rite degrees of Masonry. So after a third degree masonry, a Mason, you it's just like the Scottish Rite is like all the way up to 33, right? So there's all these different degrees and he had a hand in creating them and, 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 but basically um, a lot of people don't know about our because he dedicated his entire life to research and education in all of the world's religions, all of the world's mystery schools, all of the world's weirdest shit you can imagine back in the seventeen, eighteen hundreds, 1800s and like congealed it all into this system to, you know, for Scottish Ray Masonry, and basically, you know, carved it all up. But, um, Manly P. Hall does a really good lecture and Manly P. Hall is a you know, good lecture but it's like, you know, audio recording from like the 1900s. So oh, it's I like, haven't, it's like, I have not been able to find a
2: single high quality No, thing. it's just like
0: <laughs> 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 it's
2: basically exactly how <laughs> And he saw the sun <laughs> And the moon was bright <laughs> <laughs> Guys, listen up, there's some wisdom in here somewhere
1: Nobody yeah, yeah. said <laughs>
2: that's what it was like. <laughs> and then the sun... Do it's like I just, I just like to apologise for all of the perforated eardrums of headphone users. <laughs> pretty, and, I'm, I'm sorry, like, but that's what it sounds like. It's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> it's exactly it's,
1: it's but, all across the country just going like the, the sun, right? the, the, uh, the moon. What are you talking about? Uh, the moon, right. the yeah, moon. The it's about the pyramids yeah. there. The pyramid, pyramid. The, but like, <laughs> <it's>,
0: <laughs> so, so like he goes into like this whole yeah. thing though. But it's, like basically yeah. he just broke down like every religion, every mystery school, and basically what he said in the like, last. Thing I sent you was like, like there was this this knowledge that man had that was direct connected to whatever the the, the acoustic record, or whatever the hell you like. All knowledge in the universe was connected to man, and everybody had access to it, and it was easy to access. and And men got lazy, and and at some point they just. Put that on to the religious institutions of the planet, and whatever religion you can come up with Buddhism whatever 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. all these things happened, and there was a person in charge, and when you needed something, you would go there and that would make it happen and everybody had an innate in in them, and everybody had the knowledge, and everybody had the knowledge but like it got diluted through time. It was just like, oh, we'll just let somebody else deal with it. We're just, oh, we're just, oh, hey, just, oh, we don't have to worry about it. We don't have to sit here and meditate and talk to somebody. We can just go to this guy, and he's going to do it for us, and he's going to figure it out. And then like that, just is it ended up to yeah. what what today is. It's just this thing where we go <laughs> and to yeah. Somebody, once once that guy dies, no <laughs> one knows what to do with. Oh well, they always had a sage, or, you know, somebody else. But then it got diluted to the point where like the source and, and what he's saying is all the source of like Buddhism, Hinduism, Muslim, uh, Christian, all that stuff is just it's it's the same it's the same source that we've it's it's just that it just got bifurcated
2: and everybody got lazy and didn't want to deal with it well that's that's actually what terence mckenna says i was listening to him recently where he was just kind of saying that you know it's not it's not the discovery of new information that we're looking for we're actually seeking to remember things yes. we've forgotten yes and, uh,
0: and that's what he said literally it's like we are have uh, uh, amnesia basically we have yeah amnesia. yeah and purposeful we, we did it to ourselves we're just like fuck it we don't want to know anymore somebody's going to figure it out for
1: <laughs> That's what it feels like to me as well. Like every time that I piece something together, it's like, yeah, of course it is. Like, yeah, of course it is. I mean, part of it's my mind blowing, but it just seems fucking right, doesn't it, I guess?
2: But- yeah. Well, that's, that's, the kind of, that's the kind of thing that's uh, spoken about by, I'll give you an example. I think it was Alan Watts who was uh, saying that when, when you listen to a wise man and you're sitting there and you're nodding your head in agreement, you didn't need to go there in the first place because <laughs> by the very by the very action of nodding your head you were actually acknowledging this stuff as something that you understand which means it was within you the entire time and uh, and i find that interesting is it's the idea of within you there is a profound depth of knowledge that you don't realize until someone else maybe unlocks it for you and you go oh i agree with that wait a minute i agree with that which means i think about it which means i understand it <laughs> like, i've know? thought about yeah. that before yeah exactly exactly yeah
1: What's the, yeah. I mean, these, sort, these are the sort of thoughts that, you know, I love and keep me up at night and stuff but in a good way. But like some people, they, they hate it. Like I know. You know, they, they detest it. The idea just sit, you know, let's sit down and think about the nature of reality. Yeah. Let's think about like what happens to us after death. You know, like I was talking to somebody the other day, like a friend of mine, and we were saying, um, okay, so we're going to talk, we were talking about, uh, we were talking about the brain, the mind, overcoming fear, and that sort. Of it sounds really cheesy, but we're talking about in uh, in the in a sat in the in the way of like psychoanalysis. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. So
1: it was like going, all right. So basically, the brain, for example, see uh, experiences fear, and then it can either run or it can the fight or flight, fight.
0: the fight or flight, or, right? Yeah.
1: Third option, freeze. Okay. Hmm. so i was like okay so there's three options in the human apparently in the human being like hmm. so what you get is you get fight or flight so that's what most people would say
0: right or the freeze oh,
1: fuck. or they freeze because it's just like i cannot process it so a lot of the time the reason apparently behind that is in animals is they freeze because it makes them less visible ah uh-huh. okay all right so but they so like a rabbit like, you ever
0: snook up on a rabbit and it just
1: yeah, they just freeze. So imagine in the that, that process. Yeah, so in that process, like you're out in the in the wild, in the wilderness, or wherever it may be, and a predator appears, the rabbits all shit themselves. But instead of running, the ones that run, they're down the burrows. The rest of them are just frozen. Yeah, not all of them are going to get eaten. <laughs> right,
0: right,
1: right, right. So it gives them that moment of time. So in that freeze, okay. So what she was saying was going, all right. She's a psychoanalyst, so she was saying. Um, your mind, your body has reacted to something in your mind that you're, you haven't even processed. You haven't thought about what mm-hmm. any of those things, all right? And especially the freezing, because the freezing seems insane. Do you mm-hmm.
0: know what I mean? Yeah, so a lot you, of time, you have no con- control. You have no control over it. It's just happening to you.
1: just happening to you. And I said, okay, so all right. Because what's interesting to me about that then is that in that process what you're talking about is you think that's physical don't you You think that that's a physical thing your brain has physically done that and then Mm -hmm. sent that message to your body to freeze Mm -hmm. because yeah i guess but you're saying that it's happening though without a process so you're not aware of it it's subconscious yeah yeah that's right so because so in the subconscious i guess do you really believe it's subconscious or do you believe we're stepping outside now into something else or deeper inside like and she was like She just, they just can't go there. She was just like,
0: no, they can't, they can't, they can't get there because they can't analytically step into that realm, man.
2: It's still, it it still just comes down to the kind of uh, electrochemical processes in the brain and and nothing else, you know?
1: Exactly. And this is, and this is the danger a lot of the time, you know, because this this is like what I'm studying and stuff. Uh, This is the danger I see a lot of the time with that area is that it brackets things Um, oh
0: yeah it's this or this it's not there's no
1: it it does and the people like but at the same time the more radical psychoanalysts or psychologists are usually the ones who delved into that well this is because you
2: because you, you need a you need a symbiosis between these things instead of having them separate you know yeah yeah, Absolutely. but you, but the, the people that need to have the scientific part need the science
0: to make it happen, and the people that yeah. need the metaphysical part need the science to back up their what their beliefs exactly, are already. Exactly, exactly. And, and um, it's hard because the thing that really got me in this whole thing, what you're exactly talking about, is where, I can't remember the study, if it was Cambridge or Stanford or whatever, but they would show people like a bunch of pictures, so it was pictures, and they would had all these sensors hooked up to your brain and your sweat and all this other stuff, and they would show a picture like a bunny, a heart, or whatever, and like it would be some evil, scary shit, And your body would react before the picture even showed up on the screen. That's like a real study that (laughs) they developed. It it was like
2: precognition.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Where you go and your body would go, fuck. And then you would see this thing. And it was before you visually would see it. It would be like a bunny, a sky or thing. And then like a fucking car accident or like a horrible horror thing. And then your body would,
2: and then you would react and then it would be a bunch of stuff again. And then, a, like a, a microsecond before like, happened like whoa you do know? remember do you remember when you had a, a phone that was going to receive a text message and it was next to a speaker and the speaker would start going mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and then and then the message would arrive on the yeah. phone it, it, it it's almost like that there's like this yeah, kind but of that's your brain <laughs> yeah 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 um but you know like kind of talking about this whole idea of like the scientists need one explanation and then the like the metaphysicians need another explanation like they they definitely need to converge and you know i i i said this recently i put a tweet out just kind of saying we need like shamanistic scientists like people who have the ability to to logically analyze uh physical reality objectively but what but also have that ability to intuitively experience and translate physical reality as a manifestation of a force from which all inspiration and creativity comes from. So like, you know, this idea of like, okay, I can, I can look at the simulation we're in and I can look at all the components and I can write PhD, you know, white papers on this stuff. But I acknowledge that these components arise from something deeper. That is this more mysterious aspect. And we need people with both those ideas combined instead of being separated, you know, but that's fucking rare. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. I'm
1: not saying. I'm saying not
2: bad. saying everyone. I'm not saying everyone <laughs> needs to be like that. But we no, need. We yeah. need more people like that. You know. Right. Yo, yeah.
1: Science and religions, you know, or, or metaphysics, or yeah, like you know, uh, spiritual you want science. To spiritual they were spiritual, Yeah. A couple hundred years ago, weren't they? So like. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, you're right. I agree. I mean, that's what everybody says. It's like you know, everybody goes down this hole. In the end, if just keep reading the same books I've been reading, you're going. Yeah. well, That's where we need to go back. And well, this, to be yeah. fair, to be fair, like we are getting there. Like, I mean, there is. I, I've seen that you've uh, been chatting with Eric, is it Eric we- uh, Weinstein.
2: Weinstein, yeah, yeah, I haven't. I haven't been chatting with him. I've just been talking about him. I'd love to talk oh, to right. him at some point, but yeah, Eric Weinstein's one of those people who, you know, he's a very uh, even though he's kind of on the almost on the fringe side of high level academia because of some of his theories, he's very much a respected academician. And you know, he's just kind of put his hands up and gone, "Hey, I was told through the various academic channels that this was a bunch of bullshit." And it looks like it's not. So I'm really sorry. And he uh, apologized. That was
0: red. I mean, you yeah, did it. It was
2: awesome, bro. He did a full, yeah, did like a full on apology. Like I am now way more inclined to believe mm-hmm. you when you say that there's more things. I honestly just did not believe that in a world with such a proliferation of senses, that this could be hidden, but it looks like it could be. So I'm really sorry. And I, I take it back. And I was Heads like, off that, to that that's after that guy, right? Yeah. Bro, honestly, I'm. I'm like, so I'm so... Enamored with that response. Like I'm I'm like, that is how every sensible, objective scientist, not Seth Shostak, not this kind of like silly. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson, like, oh it's all silly, it's all bullshit, it's all nonsense. Like, just let go, man. (laughs) Like just let just 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 realize you're not the smartest fucker in the room,
1: right? Just Just let go, man. Just Just take (laughs) these (laughs) mushrooms, bro. (laughs) God, dude. No, and (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh man, man. <laughs> the aliens are real, Neil God, bro To <laughs> get with the program, don't
0: act like
2: you don't know, man. <laughs> oh man, you see Don't those act um, like you don't know. You see yeah. those images that came out of him hanging out at Galen Maxwell's house? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> then goes All full circle it. back to the fucking evil,
0: satanistic right. fucking. Uh,
1: Maybe but the, the thing is, though, like you know, it's just like. Pretty much anyone who's anyone's probably been through that fucking place. Yeah, yeah I know. That's kind of yeah. my thought as well. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh,
2: it's not, it's not anything. Everyone's yeah. been through Pro- that house. I'd probably
1: go in the, the toilet in that house, is probably like, a green screen <laughs> so you couldn't actually see. So when you were in there, it just suddenly projected this image that they took CCTV or a vet. Probably. Just, oh, shit! Everybody's got dirt on them man. Oh, uh,
2: man. Tell, me man. About it. tell me about it. It's like I mean, I don't want to get too off-topic, but it's like the whole McAfee death, man. Like McAfee killing himself recently in prison. Like you know, killing, killing himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he 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 actually like he got like a tattoo saying "I'm not suicidal," and then yeah. he was saying that he was gonna yeah. like he had a load of information on CIA guys and then dead yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, some, yeah, yeah that's some creepy stuff man like
1: well he, he was a he's a wild man like i mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean you've
2: seen
0: the and netflix you- thing on him dude forget it Those girls shitting on glass Tables in front of his face and uh, just all kinds it of was, stuff. He he,
2: he had like a whole. He had control. like a whole compound. He had like the whole yeah. like compound in Belize with like a drug lab and armed guards and like there's that whole yeah, thing girls of-
0: shitting on glass tables on the stage <laughs> really, like you're really fine.
1: focusing
2: on yeah. that one. Well, I mean, it's just like I, I watched that whole
0: thing and then I was like, well, what did he want you to do? We wanted me to shit on this table. I'm like. Yeah, he oh, paid right me a then. lot of money to shit on his face. Okay, I have fucking no. <laughs> like I can't. I mean, I've been into some weird shit, and you know, we talk about a lot of weird shit, but I've never got to the part where like I want to see a girl uh, shit right on my face. I just uh, never.
1: <laughs> That's you that, 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 that to go, John. I was going yeah. to say that that comes to the thirty <laughs> third degree.
0: Yeah, like, I got a lot more to go. <laughs> yeah, drink, more, drink more,
1: drink more. My a- <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you're right. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, yeah. No yeah, matter yeah, how far we go, right.
0: we're not going to get to that point. If you have, if you guys start telling me you're having girls shit, in butter, on of you, I'm leaving. Hey,
1: not recently. Not recently. But like, yeah, recently. I
2: <laughs> but like uh, well, welcome to the intellectual corner of the UFO discussion. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. Now, now we probably going to have a load of people going, good man. Uh, fuck you guys. You guys
0: were cool until you started talking about that.
2: Bro, <laughs> like, um, who's this Who's this guy interviewing Ross Coulthard talking about <laughs> getting on tables? That was
0: me, that's all on you, bro. It's, that's yeah, all on you, yeah. bro.
1: Muzzle-tuff, sorry.
2: Well,
1: one thing I did want to talk about was John McAfee tell his story about um, when he was younger, when he was first getting into the programming and stuff, he was apparently enjoying his acid, <laughs> right. yeah, so yeah, no doubt. And then his his mate apparently turned up and went, "Hey man, you ever tried any DMT?" Oh, and he was wow. just like, "No, what's DMT?" Because it's fucking crazy shit, you know. Like, so he goes, "This is DMT." He gave him some DMT, and he but he gave him loads,
0: <laughs> like a wave. And,
1: and he basically says to John McAfee, "Because you know, you only take a little bit or whatever." Because anyway, so he went and I just did it. So all. John McAfee took and all goes, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a hundred hits. He goes, <laughs> he goes. In, in his interview because I'm not actually sure if I've ever come back from it I've yeah it. right yeah, that's
2: my like, shit right there that's your yeah, shit like
1: because it just like changed his life completely just after that he was like I am no longer John McAfee as you may have known me right. I I've straight coloured hair would
2: you uh, would you do it would you do it
1: 100 <laughs> DMT no, no. with John McAfee? No. With no. John McAfee? No. no. The girl takes
0: her shit on yeah. a table. <laughs> he's under there going, "It's oh, going to be great." Here, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm ready, ready to blast off. Yeah, like maybe he knows something we don't. <laughs> no, no. Seriously yeah. though, like, would you uh would you take uh, DMT? Like, you know.
0: Well, it's naturally well, creating yeah. your body. It's literally natural. It happens. No, in your no body, Your body creates it, but yeah, why not? No, but would you... Uh, would Mike you Tyson, it life? changed Mike Tyson. You know, Mike Tyson was most, like, the you ever heard mike tyson's trip on dmt Have yeah you seen that yeah, thing
2: well, well where he, he did the five meo the the toad, toad, the toad yeah right? yeah 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 he changed him man it changed it changes him. Life. i mean that
0: was one of the most like you know he had a lot of shit going on with him psychologically i mean he was oh, my God. physically he was
2: the baddest yeah, dude on the, on the planet like and you know he, he just... well you think about the idea that psychedelics are to dissolve the ego you're talking about <laughs> such a huge ego like, like you know the i i am the man and i am like the the one who is the best like that that all getting died diluted yeah like holy shit man that's a big experience to have that all collapsing on you and that's because that 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 was amazing with that um listening to that interview is he you know he's i mean was he in his his late 50s 60s he's probably he's like 58 56 57 and and you you could tell that was a genuine realization he was like i did i you know i he was having like profound realizations about how he had behaved throughout his life and it was like wow man like this guy's really you know he's gone through the psychedelic ringer like the spiritual ringer with mm-hmm. that stuff so mm-hmm. i like i'd i'd like to i'd like to have the experience my be- my best friend who is kind of like what i am in like what i do within the ufo community he's kind of the same with psychedelics like oh, he's cool. he, he's very into that he knows all these mm-hmm. different people and uh you know he's he, it's kind of like he's always trying to get me to take psychedelics i'm always trying to get him to do ce5s well, like just meet up in the middle yeah. i know yeah 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 that, that'd be great for the skeptics i took some mushrooms and saw a ufo oh did you yeah mm. no shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, me too man me too i see him all the time every
2: yeah yeah you know. every tuesday <laughs> i don't i don't know what the connection is i take about five grams of uh, some mm. of the slab and then suddenly these these aliens just melt out of the wall and and take me, <laughs> take me by the hand. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't put my it, finger on why that keeps happening. <laughs>
1: you see, Mike Tyson. Um, I don't know, I even know how I saw this but Mike Tyson was on. Is it, is it Logan Paul's? Brought-
2: oh him? man! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And he just ate like you know, the full five gram dose of mushrooms.
0: This is a moonshot for the average person. Like this is, Mike, you would eat this amount as a, as a daily dose? I'm just gonna shove it down. Mike this, is, Mike, this is a lot of motherfucking mushrooms, Mike. This is like, that, that's, that's what I'm saying right There <laughs> you <laughs> go.
2: That's
1: nothing. Don't, I
2: need to do bad nigga. <laughs> <laughs> this gotta crazy. A I can't. Oh, he's gonna oh, be oh, chewing oh, for a sec. Oh, now, oh, the pussy people put it on a peanut butter p- sandwich and mix it together. You know what I'm saying? But Mike wants all that, those little particles stuck in his teeth. See you later, yeah. I like like if you if you like five five grams of mushrooms in your hand is is a lot to look at oh it's lovely love love doing this every single fucking time every time wish we could do it more
0: i wish yeah, we were hanging no. out
2: together we will soon we will be we will as be as long as your country about. lets me in i'm coming
1: <laughs> in love, man. turn don't
2: place like, your bets on it but we'll figure out something yeah we'll smuggle you in I'm gonna come in with uh, a fucking yeah, 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 uh,
0: yeah, Bruce Springsteen t shirt
2: and the fucking American flag <laughs> and <laughs>
0: <laughs> America I'm here. Uh, I'm vaccinated. Look, everybody. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I got all the vaccines. Where are the fucking crumpets? <laughs> I wanna I <crumpet> see <laughs> the I see the goddamn crumpet. I wanna see the, wanna see the, fucking, wanna yeah. see the queen and the big band. <laughs> Let me see the big man in that in that bridge you got over there. I want to go over that thing. It's, it's, my God, yeah cheese has got
1: too much flavor. I don't like cheese with flavor. God damn it! It's Everything tastes like
0: fish and chips. What the fuck is a chip?
2: Get out! This Mary Poppins nightmare. Yeah.
0: Why does it rain all the time over here? Are you fucking people! <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah so true though
2: <laughs> anyway yeah guys you uh you have a lovely evening and uh yeah we'll uh speak soon love you guys yeah see you dudes see bye, you bye, later. bye bye, bye. bye, bye.